When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Oh, welcome back. You know, it's the holiday season. We start to hear some Mariah Carey. Welcome back to the huddle. A uh, little, little inside knowledge here. Charlie, producer Charlie says, hey, we're going to come back to Mariah Carey because I know Chris Hine loves Mariah Carey, <laughs> and that is who we have this morning. Chris Hines, Star Tribune, beat writer for the Timberwolves on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. First of all, is that true, Chris? You're a big Mariah Carey fan. Oh, 100% true. She's, she's She and Carol King are my two favorite artists of all time, and I am huge, huge fans of both of them. Love them both. Well, Charlie does his research. Well done. Well done, Charlie. <laughs> That's, that's, hey, uh, Chris. Was, Henry Lake puts uh, when I'm on when I'm on with Henry, he, they always introduce me with the Mariah Carey song. So it's kind okay. of a tradition almost on when I come on WCCO that this happens. So I always well, I'm, we'll bank that. I'm glad that we'll we'll try to get. Maybe we can find some deep tracks next time for your next appearance. <laughs> hey, Chris, I, I keep I keep reading and hearing. How Chris Finch says it's going to take time for this front five to get together. You know, we got it. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. I, I feel like fans, and, and I'm thinking this as well, you know, like how long is this going to take? They get, you know, Rudy Gobert's out of the lineup last night and they end up playing better without him. Uh, how long is it, you know, are we expected to wait here until it's too long and, and wondering why these five can't get it done? Yeah, it's a good question. And I, I've talked to, I've talked to some people around the league, you know, not affiliated with the Wolves when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, and the consensus seems to be about half the year. You got to give it about half the year before you can really make some, some firm judgments on whether this is working, what you might need to enhance it, who fits, who doesn't. And then you go from there. Um, you can't just make judgments off of a couple of weeks. So, I know it's not what fans really want to hear. You know, we, we want the the instant uh, ju- the snap judgment, the instant judgment it, it, that hasn't looked good through ten games, and it looked better last night offensively without him. Um, but that's just the reality of life in the NBA. That, that you know they have to give it some time before before you you deem it a success or a failure. Um, and, and last night too, the other thing that I'd add, they were playing the Houston Rockets, who are one and nine, <laughs> and one of the and one of the worst defensive teams, one of the worst defensive teams in the league. So that helps your offense look much better when you're playing a team like that. Great point. Great point. And we almost we almost put up 130 on them, 129 points. So yeah, to your point, Chris, you're exactly right. 
I don't know that I believe it's going to take half the season, but I, I, I do think it's, it's way too early for anybody to be disappointed with uh, this big trade and everything else. It, to me, you're going to have to get through basically October and most of November. We start getting towards Christmas time, and I think then you can start to say, all right, what does this trade really look like? But is there somebody right now, Chris, that you find to be the most disappointing right now? I mean, I, it seems like Edwards is playing great. It seems like Big Cat is taking care of business the way he does, and, and when Gobert is healthy, he's done what we expected from him to be the guy who's going to be the rebounder, but is there somebody or somebody else that you would say, you know what, we need more help from this guy? This guy's been a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah, I think the I think the easy answer to that is D'Angelo Russell, um, and yeah. you know I'm not sure I'm not sure he would disagree with that either. Um, you know, we were talking to him last night about the shooting slump that he's been in. Um, it hasn't been pretty of late. If you look at his his box, just his raw box score numbers the last few nights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's there's a segment of the fan base, at least on social media, that would like to see more minutes for Jordan McLaughlin, the backup point guard, you know, kind of at the expense of D'Lo. Um, so I think right now he's really trying to figure out how best to fit with everybody, how best to mm-hmm. fit playing alongside Rudy Gobert or, you know, when he's out there with just Towns, how that works. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think there's a lot on his plate at the moment that, that – I think it's affecting him more than we might have thought coming into this year. Um, and just how, when he's on a screen and roll with Rudy Gobert, like what are Rudy's tendencies? Where does he like the ball? When does he like to get the pass? You know, is it right away? Is it late? Is it a bounce pass? Is it up high? You know, th- those sort of things he's trying to figure out um, mm-hmm. as the season goes along here. So that's the answer. It's D'Angelo Russell because I really think that he, when he plays well, he raises the ceiling of what this team could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris Hine from the Star Tribune joining us in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this morning, covers the Timberwolves, does a fantastic job. Uh, Chris, I, I, I was reading an article, I mean, it's all over the place, uh, maybe last week, two weeks ago, about Nas Reed and, and that there's a possibility of trying to work out something with him uh, for the Timberwolves on his deal, maybe extending him. But that that gives them a lot of big men and a lot of salary up and a lot of big men. Do you see Nas Reed playing here longer, even though they already ha- you know, they've got Gobert, they've got Cat, is... Obviously, he's kind of that second tier, but I would imagine there's going to be interest in him, too. Yeah, I, th- I think that's one thing that he has done really well this year is he's just been consistently very good when he's hit the floor. Um, and that has been an issue for him in recent years. You would see it in, in bursts and flashes, but every time he's taken the floor this year, he's produced. Um, it's hard to say what exactly – his future is going to look like and if it's going to be here in Minnesota. You know, the, the team might want to extend him, but, you know, is, is Nas Reed looking at the looking at the depth chart here and, and wondering where right. his minutes are going to come from on a nightly basis if he gets to free agency? So, you know, I ha- haven't really heard too much about it since that report came out a few weeks ago. Um, we'll see where that goes. Nas has played more of late. Obviously, uh, last night Rudy wasn't there, but they have played him alongside Towns or Gobert more frequently over the last week because I just think he keeps proving himself and making it very hard for them to fit him because whenever he gets out there, 
he produces and he helps make the offense run a lot smoother with the way that he plays. Chris, is it um, what, what is it about the Timberwolves this year that they seem to be struggling for three pointers? I, I know you, you talked about D'Angelo and, and maybe that's part of it, but um, it, we, we are toward the very bottom, or not the absolute bottom, but we're 24 of 30 for three point shooting as far as percentage. So what is, what's causing that to be such a struggle for us this year? I think that, that goes hand in hand with how the offense runs. You know, you look at some of the looks that they get from three-point range, and and when an open three-pointer comes at the result of, you know, two or three really good passes, quick ball movement, you know, guys are, are in rhythm and can knock those down like they're just shooting them at practice when they make a high percentage of them. But sometimes when you're, when you're forcing threes up or they're coming towards the end of a shot clock, it, it – it, you're not as likely to make those shots. So I think that's part of it is, is just the, the, the quality of looks that they get. I think they've done a better job the last two games of getting those. Milwaukee, they didn't really fall. Last night they started falling. Um, but early in the season, I don't think that it was just a fluke that they were missing three-pointers. I think it was a product of the kind of threes that they were generating. Um, so that's, that's kind of the answer in a nutshell there. Mm-hmm. Chris, last one for you here. Chris Finch has been, you know, he's gotten his feet wet now. He's been here. He's he's certainly done some good things. When you look at his body of work as a whole and, and how it's kind of being uh, absorbed by the players, what do you grade him? Where where has his effectiveness been so far with this team over the past couple seasons? I think the biggest thing that he has done from everybody that we've talked to is he – straddles the line of being a player's coach but holding guys accountable mm-hmm. uh, fairly well. And that's that's a very tricky needle to thread in the NBA when guys make much more money than the, than the head coach does. Um, so <laughs> I think he does a good job of, of building relationships, of setting expectations, of being honest with players about mm-hmm. what they should do do when they're on the floor or, or how they get on the floor or why they're not playing. Everything is clear and upfront um, and players respond from there. Torian Prince is kind of the, the prototypical example of this. Torian Prince looks like a seamless fit with the Wolves right now, but there was a time through the first half of last year where, where Torian Prince didn't really know where he, you know, kind of where he stood. You know, he was getting inconsistent minutes. He wasn't really playing well. Finch and he have a talk, you know, somewhere around December or so. And Finch tells him, you know, I need you to do this, this, and this. Mainly play defense was the, was the biggest thing. You know, be a, little, be a little better on the defensive end of the floor. You do that, you're going to play. Torian Prince took off in the second half of the season. And, mm-hmm. you know, he and Finch both pointed to that conversation as a key moment, both, you know, kind of in their relationship and just, you know, it, for Prince going forward. So I think it's that kind of communication that that he helps with, and I think that buys him a lot of credibility with the players in the locker room. Chris Hine from the Star Tribune covers the Timberwolves very well on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline with us this morning. Chris, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Next time we will uh, we will get your favorite and see if we can stump you with a Mariah Carey. Is it possible to stump you? I, I, I that impossible. There's no way. No oh, way I, I like it. That. But I but I look <laughs> forward to the challenge nonetheless. 
Thanks, Chris. I cannot. Now I'm really excited. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thank you, guys. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified. Empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota. Let's go places.